Joey! <laughs> Welcome to the showy! God, dude, this, is, this, is, this is amazing. What? One third of Curious Cats podcast, my friend Joey Stein. What's up, dude? How's it going? You just open up with everybody with a drum circle? Yeah. Is yeah. that what we every do? Time. Right. Every, every time. Uh huh. That's. I, it's representative of, uh, you know, staying staying consistent in your message. And uh, I I I look at the drum as like a. I know I've, I've told the story a million times on the podcast. So anybody right. anybody who's heard it a million times, prepare for the one hundred for the for the one millionth and one time. That you would, it, would it be two hundred and forty fourth time? No, but I I you know, I, <laughs> man, we got to be all crazy. No, but <laughs> no, but it's basically like. You know, uh, I think uh, Conan O'Brien told the story to Pete Holmes about uh, he was like, you know, you got your little you got your little instrument. You got your little triangle. You just keep hitting that triangle and be consistent <laughs> in, in your hitting of that triangle. And then one day someone will go, hey, do you hear that triangle? That's that's kind of the way I started going about starting every show. Okay. The beating of the drum because it's like representation of my um, consistency. Look, the Blue Oyster Cult had the cowbell. You could definitely have the finger drums. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It all goes in the circle, dude. Do you do you have do you have peacock? Do I have peacock? No, I don't. Uh, is that that's a new thing WWE's on now, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, I I watch less WWE on it than I watch SNL because like oh, there's, okay. there's there's just <laughs> there's like they just have an SNL channel. Where, no, like just where, where SNL just plays all day, all day, yeah, <laughs> all day, all night. It's just it's called the SNL Vault, and it just plays sketches in like no order. Oh, dude, all day, <laughs> all night, and I'm always on that. But that that you're saying the Blue Oyster Cult and the cowbell. Oh, I, did it pop ju- up? I just yeah, I, I just saw that. I just saw that sketch again a couple days ago. Can we talk about how much Norm Macdonald was a treasure to that show? Mm-hmm. Norm Macdonald <laughs> is, is so underappreciated. He's such a treasure, and he's not recognized for how much of a treasure he truly oh, dude. is. Exactly. Like there's a there's a web page. I'm pretty sure it's his on YouTube. It's mm-hmm. called uh, I'm Not Norm, mm-hmm. and it's just Norm Macdonald compilation videos, dude. I, I watch them all the time. I watch them all the time. I, I I don't think it's norm. I think they're being sincere and they're not normness. But yeah, but dude, uh, it rules though. It's just Norm it McDonald, dude. The whole page. Yeah, there's a bunch of compilations like Norm McDonald's best gay jokes, Norm yeah, McDonald's dude. best <laughs> racist jokes. It, it's so dry, and it's so dude. like it doesn't come from a hateful place. It's yeah. just it's just a it's just a comedy place. That's right. Oh, sorry, man. I want a podcast, bro. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Later, Josh. No, I was, he was just bringing me my food, dude. Mm-hmm. That's that, that's that's what people do. Yeah, <laughs> I totally forgot I ordered it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude, I get down on Norm McDonald like all did, day on SNL. Do, do you? Did you ever see Dirty Work? Uh, no, I didn't. Oh, do I gotta take the time? <laughs> you, you you must invest the time in watching Dirty Work. It's like, <sighs> it's like, 
it's like starring Norm Macdonald and Artie Lang. Okay, right? I'm already sold. And they're in a, they're, they started a business where they'll get they'll get revenge for you on somebody who's done you dirty. So they'll do the dirty work for your revenge. Oh. They play like really cool pranks on people. Yeah. They're like, oh my god, it's, it's, really, <laughs> it's such, a, such a good movie. But Dude, I'm gonna check this out. It's uh, worth it. Yeah, there's a there's one scene that I I think I quote almost every day. Uh, there. You know Rebecca Romaine, right? Oh, Rebecca Romaine? Yes, yeah. I she, do. <laughs> she 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 plays the bearded lady at a circus. Oh. So she, 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 has, she has a big beard and she goes up to Norm McDonald and, go, and she goes, Hey baby, have you ever been with a woman with a beard before? And he goes, <laughs> No. And she was like, Well, you ain't lived till you've been with a woman with a beard. And he goes, he pulls out a tape recorder and he goes, Note to self, I don't want to live. <laughs> <laughs> dude it's just so he's got that small that, that just those little tiny bits down dude where mm-hmm. it's like oh this is amazing <laughs> i'm gonna remember this till i die <laughs> yeah yeah it's norm mcdonald appreciation daily in this house <laughs> I feel it, dude. Then, I was gonna say I've been on such a movie kick. Like uh, I just watched Unhinged. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it? No. It's, I don't uh, think so. Okay, it's Russell Crowe. It's literally a fat Russell Crowe mm-hmm. just trying having road rage the whole movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he needs a good book on tape. He needs a little. <laughs> he, needs a, he needs a good calming, calming. The whole movie, you want to hate Russell Crowe, but as a man, you just kind of start to agree with him. Like, yeah, yeah, he's right. <laughs> uh, that, you, you're speaking to the wrong guy here because I have 0% road rage. Like, never. Well, I, no. It, it doesn't happen for me. Well, no. Like, what builds up to the road rage? You go, all right, I can see where that'd be my tipping point. You know what I mean? Like, one of those things. Like, it's uh, it's a mo- movie. I keep telling all my friends to go watch it. So they just go, you know what? I wanted to hate it. I wanted to hate it so bad. <laughs> um, Back to Dirty Work for just one second. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, Chris Farley in this movie plays a character where... He's like a bar. He's like a bar rat. Like he's a, a bar fly. I guess you call them. Yeah. And he's always at this bar, but he has a band aid on the front of his nose. Oh Jesus! <laughs> and uh, Norm Macdonald's sitting at the bar, and he's like, "Yeah, my day sucked. I got fired." And then he's like, "Could be worse. I caught a. I could have got my nose bit off by a Saigon whore." And, <laughs> and, and, then, and, then, and then, then Chris Farley goes. You bastard! <laughs> I'm just kidding, Jimmy. I knew you were there. So the whole runner through the thing is that Chris Farley's character got his nose bit off by a Saigon war. It's so perfect, dude. <laughs> and, and, and then, like later on in some of the like revenge plots that he was trying to do, uh, he was like, he had this cage full of skunks. That he was yeah. letting loose into like an opera house, and and he goes, <laughs> and he's like standing there doing this dramatic thing where he's like hasn't opened the cages yet, and he's like, in the in the land of the blind, the man with one eye is king, in the ma- in the land of the skunks, the man with no nose rules. <laughs> and, and as he's do as he's doing that, someone's like, 
You can unle you can open the cages. You just open the cage. <laughs> God, dude, now I know what I'm doing after this. Well, yeah. after the next two podcasts. <laughs> Definitely watching dirty work. <coughs> Put so, that down over here on the on the things to do. Okay. So we have we have a, we have a couple of things in common. And uh, yes, I'll say do. just for the people who might not know, who might be listening, going, who is this Joey Stein comedy guy? We don't know yeah. anything about this Joey Stein comedy <laughs> guy. Joey Stein is an Ohio-based comedian, also professional wrestler, just like this guy. Except we're not – I'm not Ohio, but yeah. – <laughs> and, and this guy I'm pointing to myself for the people listening, not watching. Yeah. Uh, I just got back into the ring for the first time this Saturday, and it ruled. Yeah, well, how, I forgot how, how much it ruled. How's your body? <laughs> how's your body feel? Because I know we talked about you were like, oh, you're. Oh, okay. Uh, so because this was out, hurting. This ruled. This ruled even more. I okay. only bumped once. Oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> dude. I well, it was because like the the story that we were trying to tell is like I'm this big dude taking on two other guys, mm -hmm. and my manager, who's now my tag team partner, is the chicken shit heel. Mm -hmm. I'm the Tomco. I have to do all the work. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, he was the only one who bumped. And then afterwards, he was like, "Dude, I feel great too." Like, cool. it was it was an experience, dude. Like, I forgot yeah. how much I missed it. You know what I mean? I totally I, forgot. I think I think last year, I don't want to say last year. Maybe maybe it was the year before that. I hadn't worked in a couple of months. I yeah. hadn't taken I hadn't taken bumps in a couple months, and I was like getting into. I was like getting this ten person tag. Oh, and and everybody was bumping. Everybody was bumping, and then it yeah. got me and this other guy. Like it was the the big hot tag, the big yeah. like um just the, like the waterfall spots, waterfall oh, yeah, spots. Yeah, yeah. And and he was uh, I got in, and Ron was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna grab you like a I'm gonna grab you like a Russian leg sweep, but I'm gonna bump and you're gonna do it." And we're like, "No, we're not doing that." No, <laughs> no. no. And, and I was like, "I got a better idea, Ron. Check this out. You know that." You know the the jab 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 dusty elbow, and yeah. he's like, "Yeah, we're doing that." <laughs> so, so that was the only bump I take. <laughs> Dude, it, it it uh it was so funny because like I I don't know if this ever happens to you, but like you know when you go to talk to like the dude that you're working with, uh, do you ever get that feeling like they don't think you know what you're doing sometimes? I think that I think that. <laughs> the, opposite, I think the opposite of that i think the opposite of that exists where the people talk to me and think that oh. i don't think they know what they're doing okay. i think that all okay. the time but yeah. i don't think that anybody ever thinks that i don't know what i'm doing well what happened is i could totally understand why there's like the two dudes thought me and my dude sucked was because like we showed up late and then as we're getting dressed i'm like yeah man uh it's been like three years. <laughs> he was so, he was like, uh, oh my God, are you about to like go out there and blow it, dude? And I'm like, nah, man, I got this. It's like riding a bike. <laughs> and then like, uh, after everything was said and done, dude, like we did really good. And yeah. uh, the guy's like, man, how many strikes did you throw? And I was like, I threw absolutely none at you guys. <laughs> I threw absolutely none, dude. I just wrestled and mm -hmm. talked. The whole time, man. This is what it is. Mm -hmm. But like, dude, I forgot. How do I put it? 
I forgot the jo- like the type of joy you get after doing a good job. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you go out there, you know you killed it. And like a comedy high and a wrestling high are like two different things, man. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because like with because like with a comedy, you know, like you know if you killed, like the whole room will tell you. Like with wrestling, yeah, maybe someone will be like, "Hey, man, that was like the drizzling shits," but like <laughs> 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 maybe. When I, dude, it's funny because like I I have a I have a I have a. <laughs> I have a meter. I have a meter of not believing a lot of people who tell me it's either good or bad. Like, yeah. um, so like, like, like I was, I was, uh, I was hosting this showcase last night and like when I got in the car and we were leaving, my friend was like, you, you nailed it, dude. You killed it. That was great. You did great. And I was like, yeah. all right. All right. I feel like I, ne- I felt like I needed that. <laughs> I felt yeah, like I needed yeah. that. But like when, when I get in the back of a wrestling show and everyone's like just standing there, it's the obligatory good match. Good match. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's not as, it's not as, as sincere, I guess. Yeah. It's almost like when someone goes, Hey, nice set. When it's like, are you saying nice set or did you really think I did good? Like, yeah, yeah. Were, yeah, you, yeah. were you truly paying attention? And it's kind of like, tell me if this happens to you in Ohio, but like, like you you can go out there and kill it in the match and then you get in the back and you're like oh you go up to the promoter and you, you're like oh what did you think what did you think did you did i deliver what you wanted and they'll be like oh i didn't see it yeah I but it's said, yeah oh, it's it, oh i didn't see it i was real busy I'm like <laughs> yeah. uh, why do you all do that like yeah, is that a, is that a, is that like a, a thing no it's a thing here too dude right uh like or they'll ask you like for a specific finish that they want you mm-hmm. go give them their specific finish, and they're like, "Oh man, I missed it." But by judging by the crowd, man, it sounded <laughs> right, great. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it's like, no, you didn't miss it. Is it in the promoter's handbook where you just yeah. have to tell the wrestlers you didn't see it? Yeah, because, yeah. Because Every I think time. if if that's the case, that can justify the fact that they're not giving you what you actually deserve. Oh like, yeah. As far as uh, monetarily. Yeah, not only that, but, like, <clears throat> you can tell if they want you on that show or not. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if it, it's weird. I've always been able to gauge, like, how people talk to me. And it's like, dude, you don't talk to, like, so-and-so over there that way. Why mm-hmm. are you talking to me this way? Like, you want, I don't know, you dick ride them. <laughs> and then when you come over to me, you're like, it was all right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, I don't know, I didn't watch. But here's yeah. your money. <laughs> <laughs> God, I, I hate it sometimes, man. Like, I love this business, but I also hate it. Like, well, there's, like, there's a lot of politics that just go into it where I'm like, dude, can we not? Can we just be people? <laughs> was, you remember you remember uh, in Crashing, the agent guy who was eating the chicken wings the whole time? Oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> that, that's, yeah. That's, that's wrestling promoters, like, all yeah. the time. Like, wrestling. Uh, I mean, wrestling and comedy are so similar. It's ridiculous. Oh, but. my God. It's I didn't realize how close it would be, dude. I really didn't. And then, like, when I started talking to people, I'm like, holy shit, this is as just as clicky. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, dude, in the uh, it's weird because it's like there is such politics involved with. Well, there's such it's such a different level of politics in comedy than there are in wrestling, because, dude. Because like sure. the way you perform is a way different thing. So yeah. what I go out, <clears throat> what I'll go out there and do is I'll put my body on the line and I'll I'll yeah. tell a great artistic story with my with my storytelling and my body and the 
the the physicality of it. But yeah. but like when I go out there and I do a joke that that somehow doesn't make everybody happy that I told a joke that might hurt their feelings, they'll politic, they'll whisper I'm like, <sighs> well, like the yeah. people who are politicking about like who are uncomfortable with a joke I might have said may have said something way worse in their in their mm. act or in their set, but they're just trying to deflect. Yeah. So what I noticed, man, is like with comedy, you're not going to get everybody. You're mm -hmm. not. It's just a thing. Uh, for someone to get mad at you for making a joke and then holding it to you as like truth mm -hmm. is stupid because right. they also know you're trying to make a joke. Why are mm -hmm. you throwing me under the bus? I can't really piss anybody off with a fucking punch, dude. <laughs> like, right. I, I can't. Yeah. But well, apparently I can piss you off with a set of words, which is insane to me. Well, the consequences to bombing, I say this all the time, and I've said it on this podcast 243 mm. other times. <laughs> the consequences to bombing are are so much different in comedy than they are in wrestling. Like, no one's hitting me. No one's hitting me harder because mm -hmm. I didn't hit a punchline good. No yeah. one's... Uh, if I if I lost my spot, I'm not getting uh, I'm not getting abused for it. Oh, exactly. Uh, the 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 instant feedback is is very much the same. So the validation of the crowd response, the gratification, the instant that instant pop is yeah, it's so similar in both things. Except for in comedy, I don't have to take my clothes off. And, <laughs> yeah. I, and no I mean, one, if you want no to, if you want to, Burt Crusher it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, exactly. But I don't want to. Yeah, exactly, man. I, dude, shout out to him, man. I could yeah. never get fucking naked like that. <laughs> like, uh, I, what I've noticed though, like between the two, uh, is a lot of people have two faces. There's like the face that everybody sees, like, like fans like the face that everybody gets to see and then there's the face i get to see where i'm like this dude's a giant nerd and you guys don't know it <laughs> like, oh but because uh, people kayfabe who they really are oh yeah yeah that's in, bo you. in both things but in comedy your 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 comic voice that you find is as similar to oh. who you actually are and in wrestling you can't find that yeah well what's crazy is dude is my gimmick and me are the same person it's literally just a guy who likes to have fun. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. And, and like, it's hard to work it when you're healed because it's like, how do you hate the guy who likes to live? Mm -hmm. Like, how do you hate that guy? But it's just me, dude. It's literally everything is me. And so I don't know. I, I don't, I bet someone else does it, but like, I just don't sugarcoat shit with people. I'm just like, dude, this is me. This is who you get. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, like, uh, there's a guy, I'm not going to say his name, but like, he's married. It's but Tony he, Watson. He, it's Tony yeah, Watson. Yeah, it's Tony Watson. You can, <laughs> you can fully shit on him on the pot. He totally shit on you when he was on his on his episode. So That's go, fine. Go ahead. That's how our friendship works. <laughs> <laughs> I love him unconditionally. And he makes fun of me. <laughs> that's the dynamic. Don't yeah, you, know, how, you sound like a battered wife. Yeah, dude, it's how it works. <laughs> oh, so, it's all my fault. He's yeah. he's uh, got a really stressful job. You're right, dude. I did walk into that door five times. You're right. <laughs> I just fell down some stairs. <laughs> he just gets that way. <laughs> but not nah, like uh, he's married and everything. But when he kayfaves, dude, he kayfaves to the point to where like he's cheating on his wife. And it's like, dude, what are you doing? 
what are you doing? Like anybody can rat you out about this, and you're <laughs> rat you out. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, dude. It, it it's one of the reasons why I walked away, dude. But like, I put all the blame on me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. You know, I like, mean, the, that that has to be the philosophy in everything. Yeah, like accountability has to land. I've said this also 243 other times. Accountability. Uh, I, I, I have this game show wheel. Like, just imagine like the wheel of fortune. Oh, I have yeah. this game show wheel in my head that uh, when you sp- it's called the wheel of accountability. You spin that wheel and it lands on a bunch of things that you could blame for what your problems are. Oh, yeah. And, and, and uh, you know, like in the, the bankrupt, the little black lines that say bankrupt. Those, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> those those little ones are the only ones that are your name. They're the smallest slots in the game, but you, you got to keep spinning that accountability wheel till it lands on you. Yeah, yeah, like and you and you can feel like you're winning the whole time, dude. Mm-hmm. And it's like, ah, they're the reason why I'm not here. Or they're the reason, nah, dude. It's mm-hmm. you, you're you you're you're being a bitch. Like that's just what it boils down to. You're just being a bitch. Like I I literally while I was at that show, dude, I kind of. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll be honest. I slightly cried a little bit because I was like, <laughs> I, I walked, you know what I mean? I walked. Me too. I've done that. I did that too, man. I, I did yeah. that exact thing. You just, yeah. you just forget what you missed. You're mm-hmm. like, dude, maybe I needed to step away to realize like, this is what I love doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going back in a wrestling full swing to like go make money again. But mm-hmm. I mean, like I, I want to do it enough to where I'm like, Hell yeah, dude! This is what I like doing. You, you could, you wanted to, you want to develop a body of work that you can be proud of. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like in the beginning, mm-hmm. dude. Like I look at it, and I'm like, you took shortcuts. Mm-hmm. But then, like, I, I went to Cody Hawk, dude, and Cody kicked the shit out of me until I was like, all right, now I'm good. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it took a lot of realizing. It's like, dude, you gotta, you gotta be an adult mm-hmm. and accept the fact that you suck. You have no one to blame but yourself. And are you going to get back on the horse, dude? Mm-hmm. And that's all it was. Is like I need to get back on the horse. Like I need it at least once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, to me, I feel, I feel like what what's left for me in wrestling. Like, there's tons left for me. Oh I believe, yeah, there's tons left for me. And like, I I did do the quit thing for a while, and uh, and. I was like, oh, I'm going to finish out my bookings and then I'm going to be done. But, yeah. And I was like, oh, this time, this time I'll leave wrestling on my own. Like, terms. On yeah. my own control, my own terms. Yeah. Cause I, I had to leave, I had to leave 10 years ago uh, for, yeah. sur- for surgery. But uh, and this, I'm like, this time it's under my terms. And then I didn't ever go anywhere. <laughs> Just, no, yeah. It- uh, and, uh, it's like no. that Rocky quote, dude. Once you're there for so, you're, like you're there for a long enough time, you become that place, dude. It's just what it is. Like you're doing something for long enough, it's all you know. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like why would I walk away from the one thing I know I'm good at? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's the way I always I always say it. Like um, I was interviewed a couple of years ago on set of this movie, and they were like, like, what do you, you know, what's the difference between wrestling, movie, acting, and and comedy. And I was like, well, the thing is, I think I'm a good, I think I'm a good actor. I think I'm a good comic, but I know I'm a good wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know this is, this is in my marrow 
that I know this. And it's oh, not yeah. it's not conceit, it's not arrogance, it's that the best experience or the best teacher is experience. The, the you get the most knowledge out of how frequently you've done so, and I've spent the majority of my life doing this. Yeah. Not not to say a majority of that life it, doing this was always good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was very bad, very bad for very long. But uh, it it took that being bad to get good. Like, oh yeah, what is you know? Uh, I think what was I just listening to? There's the something I was just listening to to a podcast, and they were talking about like the Matrix. Uh, in the Matrix, they talked about how like humans, like some humans in the pods, their their minds yeah. were rejecting it. We're rejecting the the computer program of the Matrix because, like, there's no no light without darkness. Like, so You're right. So the, the, there was a lot of a lot of uh, casualties in the beginning of starting out the Matrix. Yeah, yeah. Man, we're going down a Matrix rabbit hole. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, yeah, man. I mean, it's it's like. I, I I say I say this a lot too, so forgive me if you've heard me say it, listeners. Uh, show me somebody, show me somebody who hasn't had struggles in life, and I'll show you somebody who doesn't know a fucking thing. Oh, exactly, dude. Exactly. <laughs> like uh, my biggest thing uh, that the reason why, like the big reason I walked away was because I was really big into drugs, like mm. at the time. Not anymore. I didn't do drugs. I'll, I'll say this right now. I never did drugs before a match. I only did them afterwards because we're going in to be safe. I'm not there to hurt you. I'm there to make sure you're okay. So I was always sober during those times. Mm -hmm. Like, but afterwards, dude, it was Coke city. Like it's mm -hmm. just all it was. And so like the thing with Coke is, is like you're high and it's great. But when you hit those lows, dude, they hit hard. Like they hit super hard. Uh, and okay. so one day uh, I went to go, I, I got, I went to go to a show, dude, and I wasn't on it. I just went to go watch. And, uh, I saw one of my friends show like matches, thought it was great. And then I walked in onto a weak power bomb and I was like, Oh, that's weak. And that just escalated a whole thing between me and some dude. And then like, okay, wait, wait, wait. Um, back up. what is, what do you mean by walking in on a weak power bomb? Like okay, you were just so watching the show. You were just yeah, watching just, the show. And yeah, I was just watching it as like a common fan, but like I used to get booked on the show all the time. Mm -hmm. So like I just went to go watch. You know what right. I'm saying? Like just mm -hmm. to just to keep up, see what's going on. And uh so I walked in and you know the 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 whole gimmick where you power bomb on someone on the side, right? Like where you power bomb on the side of the ring. Mm -hmm. And it like the whole Michael Elgin thing. He used to do it all the fucking time. And uh never heard of him. <laughs> no, and I've never, I've never, I've never, honestly, I've never watched one of his matches. I, oh, I've, really? I, I, I've wrestled him before, and yeah. that, we didn't do that spot. So okay. I don't, I never, never, ever. Damn. Saw right. that. But, <laughs> so it's like, it's just like a, it's like a, it's like an apron bump. Yeah, just an apron bump, dude. Oh, like you're on the side. Yeah. Well, the uh, dude was five foot eight power bombing another dude who was five foot six, maybe mm -hmm. to an apron that sat up about five and a half feet almost. Mm -hmm. 
And it looked weak. It just looked like he put him up there. You know what I mean? Like he's like, eh, eh, there you go. You're on the apron. Oh, so you're talking about like the Kevin Owens thing. Not like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, I was... did... My bad. I went like way more obscure. I should have went <laughs> Owens, dude. <laughs> I was thinking you were talking about like, like they were standing on the apron together. Oh, no, 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 I was no. like, ah, that can't be weak. That's got to be gross. Uh, but Uh-oh. yeah. Okay. I know what you're talking about. Like the thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, Kevin Owens used to do in NXT. He did it to like Sami Zayn yeah, all and the time. Finn Balor. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I know what you're talking about. But, yeah, all the time. But it okay, was so a weak, a weak ass one. It. it looked like he just put him up there, dude. Mm-hmm. That's what it looked like. He just like, all right, I got you in the power bomb. Here you go. And uh, I was like, uh, uh, take a take a load off. Yeah, yeah, and that's all I caught of that match. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, that looked bad. I walked to the back, and another guy. Uh, he's a part of a band, but he also wrestled, hates me, and told him in front of like a pro wrestling tease dude that I was just sitting in the back trashing everybody. Mm-hmm. So there was a forum on Facebook. I didn't get to see it until afterwards. And I'm just seeing everybody who I was friends with shitting on me. Like, yeah, just telling me I'm terrible. I need to go. I could go fuck off and die. Like shit like that, dude. And like, and you just see it and, and I'm also coming off a Coke high dude. And I'm just like, maybe this isn't for me. Maybe I am this piece of shit. You know what I'm saying? So what, what if, okay. I, I don't, I'm not in the, I've never done Coke. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know much about it, but I, I know that there's some Coke all over the entertainment business. Oh, everywhere. Everywhere. um, In comedy. I know uh, a few (laughs) People who get get up into that now. How do you 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 don't mess with it in comedy? Not anymore, man. I got away from it. Uh, you, you got you, there's a moment. Everybody has a moment, man. I think so. Mm-hmm. Anyway, like uh, like it, it all ties into this uh, story. Is like I was sitting in my room, dude. I'm at my lowest. I'm about to be homeless, and uh, I was just like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna kill myself," right? I got super drunk, really high on Coke, and uh, my gun misfired, dude. And then, like, I woke up the next day, and I was just like, holy shit. Like, I just did that. And I was like, oh, I need to go back to Tiffin. So, like, moved back in with my mom, dude. And for, like, two two years, I just blamed everybody else. But, like, not me having the strength to walk away from drugs sooner. Not me just sitting there and being like, fuck you guys. I didn't say it. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Like, uh-huh. if you have proof, prove it. If not, like, like I just let, I let too many people get in my head to make me think I wasn't good enough or something. You know what I mean? And then, like, I, I realized, like, dude, it's not, it's, it's all in your head. Like, everything's all in your head. Like, go do this, go do this one match, see how it feels. And then I was like, dude, you're being such a pussy about it. Like, you should have just did in the first place. You know what I mean? Like all the strength that I needed, man, like should have had it, should have had it then, but two years down the drain, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just sitting at home, blaming everything, but myself it's crazy. So do you think that the gun misfiring and I don't mean to get too uh, oh, woo hippie spiritual about no, it. You're good. You're good. There was some kind of divine intervention in that. Yeah. Thing? I, I, Okay, so I used to not believe in God. Mm-hmm. Like, 
I used to not to. And then like, I kind of started thinking about it. I was like, man, there's so many moments where like, there's so many moments you should be dead, but you're not like something's keeping you here. I'm not like, like I didn't go like, yeah, I'm born again. Mm -hmm. but, like, but like, uh, I think I do think that I have a reason to be here, man. I mm -hmm. really do. Like there, there, there's gotta be something keeping me here or strange things like that wouldn't happen. Mm -hmm. Cause like a revolver doesn't misfire, dude. It really doesn't. Like it, it's, it's like a point and click and it's over. So have you been a shooter? Like did, did you have, did you have a, do you oh, have oh, your own man. firearm? Did you go <laughs> shooting and stuff like that? Uh, I bought a gun because I got mugged the year before. Okay. So you bought a gun legally? Legally. Yes. I didn't buy I didn't go out and. Uh -huh. uh, yeah. Yeah. I can legally uh -huh. own one. Uh -huh. <laughs> okay. Before that gets weird. Uh, yeah. No felonies. Doing great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. No felonies or anything like that, man. I, uh, I, I bought one because I got mugged and uh, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to get mugged again. And then the gun just kind of sat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, well, did you get a license to carry and all that stuff? Because I mean, like, if you got mugged, um, then you were gonna uh, have to carry it, right? Ohio is an open carry state. Really. Okay, so you yeah. don't need it. I don't. Yeah, I didn't know that. It's open carry. Okay, you know you're good. You're good. Yeah, Ohio, dude. Ohio is like the Midwest, like Texas, dude. If you ever look at Ohio <laughs> in its news, <laughs> you're like, what the fuck is Ohio doing there? <laughs> <laughs> if you look at the states surrounding the Midwest and then look at Ohio, Ohio doesn't fit in. <laughs> I like I said, I don't I think I don't think I've told you. Maybe I said it when I was on your podcast, but I was like, I'd only been to Ohio uh, like a handful of times. Yeah. I I I wrestled there a couple times, but other than that, I don't uh, I spent a whole ton of time in, in Ohio. I was gonna say, like uh you're from Pennsylvania, right? Yes. I've only been to your state twice. <laughs> yeah, so we're we're pretty we're pretty we're pretty even flip flop yeah. even on yeah. on each other being to each other's states. And then the first time I ever went to New to New York, I was driving Gargano to a match at uh, Empire State Wrestling ESW mm -hmm. over there, and then, like the whole time I was like, man, Gargano really likes the Power Rangers, dude. <laughs> But like I know nothing of New York or Pennsylvania. Like absolutely nothing. Where, where's the Power Rangers come in? Oh, dude. <laughs> what is that? What is that? Okay, so there was this there was this like there was a rumor going around about Johnny. Like like he's like a big nerd and mm -hmm. I, I didn't believe it until I got in the car with him and he's and we're talking about bubblegum and like what's considered bubblegum. <laughs> like I was like, this is if it's nerdiest. like if it's like pink and blows bubbles, right? Uh, no, that's not the art. That's not what well, the argument was. <laughs> well, uh, but like spearminty and like minty stuff isn't bubble gum. That's just gum. Okay, so my buddy Dave, who is also in the car, was like, "I don't count it gum unless it's mint." And then Johnny was like, "Name five mints. I can name fifty fruits." <laughs> 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 and he just starts naming fruit <laughs> uh, dude it was the funniest shit in the world well you know like, they have like bubblegum flavor stuff yeah they got bubblegum flavored everything yeah <laughs> they don't have like they don't have, like 
like they have what a toothpaste flavored gum? Like <laughs> oh god. <laughs> 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 Only nine out of ten doctors recommend it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but mostly, that's the only kind of gum I I choose. Like, um, uh, uh, brought to you by my new sponsor, extra extra polarized <laughs> extra polarized gum. They they this episode brought to you by extra polarized gum. <laughs> Dude, don't you know do what? Never, <laughs> don't do extra polarized. You know what? You know what? Uh, you know what trick I used to hate in pro wrestling, but then it just grew on me was the uh, chew a piece of gum when you get punched, spit it out, dude. Oh boy! <laughs> <I've seen> it. <laughs> it's, it's like, and then and then and the commentators will be like, "What was that? A tooth? A tooth? Is that a tooth?" <laughs> Every that's, single time. That's the, that's the hackiest shit. <laughs> uh there's a wrestler out of your state that i actually absolutely love but i cannot john mcchesney oh yeah i i uh he's more pittsburgh area yeah um, yeah um i have had very limited interactions with him but um i know i the trend acid trend acid cup they're not yeah. trend acid cup it was just the acid fest so yeah. the the those shows the Trent Acid Memorial shows, which uh, I, which I, I caught a couple and they always look good. Uh, so the the one that the second one Acid Fest okay. two, uh, I was on that show and I wrestled the guy who uh, drove up with Johnny, and it was okay. it was um, Shane Taylor, the guy. Who, Ta- oh, I love yeah. Shane Taylor, dude. Yeah, Shane Cleveland yeah. guy. Yeah, he's uh, it was it was cool cool as hell, man. I I yeah. had a good time. That was like my first, or that was my last match before I had to leave wrestling for a while. Oh shit! <laughs> so, uh, I I took about thirteen months off after that match was over. But uh, Damn, dude. well, I, well, well, I think from that point because that was in July, uh, July of two thousand eleven. Yeah, and I had my my big my big ugly almost die seizure moment in oh. August. Christ. So, <laughs> no. so I, I came, I came back in September the following year. I was going to say, came back strong. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah they, they rebuilt me. I, they re- <laughs> I, got, I got a metal plate up here now. Damn, dude. <laughs> Bam. Uh, oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> shit. There's another guy. Oh, actually, there's two more dudes that you probably know. Uh, Sean Phoenix. I think there's another guy I know that's over there. He was he went viral for a minute, but that's because he cracked his skull open off a 450, I think. Okay, yeah, I don't know that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did a 450 to the outside, smacked his face, and yeah, he broke his skull. And then uh, Andrew Palace, I think, is the other guy. I don't know that guy. Yeah, I just... They're the only other couple guys I know. <laughs> well, you probably—they're probably Pittsburgh dudes. Yeah, probably. They, I'm, I'm more of a—I'm more Philly. I'm more of the Philly side. Oh, of so, it, so so like more, probably some distance between these two yeah, cities. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Pittsburgh's like like three hours away, but it might as well be like it might as well be like in another country. I don't. Like, oh no shit! <laughs> like I, <laughs> Pittsburgh people have have like weird. Did you ever see the Kroll show? Yeah, I saw the girl. Pennsylvania. 
<laughs> I, I, that's the only thing I don't think I saw on that show. Oh, it was like it was like uh, pawn, yeah. shop, pawn shops. One was in Philly and one was in Pittsburgh. And like, oh, shit. They, they were like, "Yeah, we got an autographed picture here, Mike Schmidt." And like, <laughs> they, 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 they do like the Philly accent, and then they call they call the, uh, the, the the dude in Pittsburgh. They're like cousins, and they own pawn shops and like hey i'll trade you this they they like <laughs> trading each other sports memorabilia with their regional accents because yeah. pittsburgh i can't i can't impersonate it i wish i could but i only remember um i went i went to a college party i went to a college party it was like a frat party i went uh i i, I wasn't in college but my i was at my friend's my friend isaac's uh school yeah. there was a, a frat party and he was like the one guy was like from Pittsburgh and uh, he was, he was looking out for the other guy to make sure the other guy didn't cheat on his girlfriend that night. Oh, <laughs> just to make sure I he am your like, cock block, dude. Yeah. He was, he was like, <laughs> he's like, I'm your, he said, I can't, I, I can't even say it. I can't. He's like, I'm your designated cook bloke. Like, <laughs> I, I was like, "Wait, how do they speak it, Kirk blokes? I don't get." It. <laughs> He's like, "Don't even sweat. I'm your designated Kirk bloke." I'd be like, "What are you from Wisconsin? What are you talking about?" <laughs> yeah, like, and then, Sorry, honey, he can't talk to you. I'm his designated Kirk bloke. bloke <laughs> bro, bro, like. Uh, like you hear my, my how I sound, dude. Mm-hmm. The way I sound is like how only one part of Ohio sounds. Okay. <laughs> if you go south of Ohio, like southern Ohio, you run into I don't know country country cooking voice, dude. Like, <laughs> it's in, dude. And then like when you go towards more like your guys's area part of Ohio, that's where I start to run into the Pittsburgh accent, dude. But <laughs> but even then, it's like a little rare. <laughs> every time you say, every time you're saying, dude, it, it keeps making me think of uh of uh remember remember the my band song. My my band. No, it was a uh, it was D twelve. Yeah, it was like twelve. <laughs> Eminem was like, I don't know, dude. It's like everybody's all jealous of me and stuff, dude. Oh, because <laughs> I'm the lead singer of the band. Oh man, I hate. <laughs> I hate sounded like this so much, man. Do you know how like? Like I sound like a skateboarder, so you're never gonna take anything I say seriously. Well, <laughs> you're like, unless you're gonna talk to me about alleys and such. I don't <laughs> like hey bro, look out, there's a shark. <laughs> Whatever, bro. <laughs> what? No, dude, seriously, there's a shark. <laughs> have you have you played the the reboot of Tony Hawk Pro Skater? The one Every and two single day. Yeah. <laughs> I-, <laughs> I put the theme song. Like the theme, like the track on repeat, dude. Uh, 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 that is all I listen to. Was it? Pro Skater wanted to. Here I am doing everything. Goldfinger, you, what do you know about Goldfinger, bro? <laughs> I, I, I actually, I saw, uh, I saw them at, um, I saw them at like a festival. For, I think maybe it, was a, maybe it was like Warp Tour or like what some Y one, some like some like radio stations festival uh in camden new jersey <laughs> gathering of the jugs. Say, it was probably <laughs> it was probably like 2001 
or something like that. And uh, that's a gathering they did of the a, jugs. What they did a they did a song. Was it? Did they do? They did. Uh, they covered. They covered something. And they had a song that were oh, like. Oh, uh, yeah, I know exactly. The ninety nine red ninety nine red yep. balloon. They covered that, and uh, and um, they did a song that was like. It was like "fuck you, Ted Nugent," and they like "fuck you, went, Ted Nugent." <laughs> like they went on on this this rant for what seemed like it was ninety five minutes, and they were just shitting on Ted Nugent. <laughs> like man, like nobody knows who Ted Nugent is here. So here I am shitting on Ted Nugent. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, <laughs> look, I'm not. I, I am not a fan of Ted Nugent by far. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna waste my platform. <laughs> this shit on Ted Nugent. <laughs> Dude, I remember. I remember my dad. Uh, the last time I saw my dad, he showed me photos. He's like, "You know where I'm at, son?" And I was like, "Where?" He's like, "I'm rocking out to Ted Nugent." And I was like, "That's the most dad thing you've ever told me." <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm actually calling you from Ted Nugent's house. I'll call him this. You're a 56 year old black man. I don't think he, you're his demographic. <laughs> I don't think Ted Nugent scores well in the ghettos, dude. Dude, I went. I went to. A, I went to. What? Um, I went to a, a country, country, country station rock concert with my mom. Oh, that had to have been fun. Um, uh, dude, you know I. I don't hate it. I don't hate country uh, music at all. I, I, I it's select few songs I like. <laughs> so it was it was super important actually. Like as far as uh, my my mom, she loves this one artist, and it was so cool getting to see my mom react to like oh, what yeah. it was like her favorite artist. Oh, so yeah. uh, all the like I knew all the words, and I watched her know all the words. It was really it was a lot of good, it was a good. T- it was like keep i get chills sometimes when i think about it it was it was such a cool moment it was uh but you feel is how i felt when i took my mom to watch hall and oats <laughs> my mom lost it i watched her school girl out so i get it dude <laughs> but anyway there's a there's a black dude in like a like a confederate flag sleeve oh, shit with <laughs> confederate flag shirt like coming up the ramp and like yeah. another another black dude was like Yo, what are you doing? <laughs> I was like, I, was like, I felt like I was in a sitcom or something. I, felt like I was right in the middle of it, and I was like, "Ooh!" It was like it felt like a like a Curb Your Enthusiasm moment or something. I, was like, I just heard the theme song Curb happen in the time. <laughs> Dude, it sounds like almost like a, it sounds like a Seinfeld skit ready to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> he's coming up the ramp and i'm like what is the deal with the confederate flag <laughs> and then the other guy was like <laughs> what is the deal come on right fall for slavery what the hell <laughs> <laughs> but like <laughs> who who would have thought who would have thought that Darius Rucker would be such a humongous country star? Like, <laughs> who would have thought that they would embrace Darius Rucker look, look, so look. hard in the country music listening community? 
I want to, I'm just going to point this out. Listen to Cracked Rearview Mirror album and tell me that's not a country album. <laughs> what is that? The Hootie and the Blowfish album? The Hootie and the Blowfish album. Dude. Like when you listen to it, you're like, this is just a little bit more rock country. Yeah, it's, it's just like, it's a little upper tempo. It's like they just put the yeah. tempo up a little bit, but you can for, for sure hear the beginnings of like wagon wheel. When you hear like, I'm such a baby. Cause I don't <laughs> make me and I'm rocking a wagon wheel. <laughs> rocking the wagon wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, dude. I know, I love Hootie. Yeah, I hate Darius Rucker. <laughs> <laughs> did you see the Did you see the, the Key and Peele sketch they did? With, Hootie. Hootie. All right, fine. It's Hootie. I'm not. A, I'm not Hootie. I'm not Hootie. <laughs> he seems like so, he seems like such a really nice guy. Actually, dude. Like, yeah, he, yeah he, he's probably. He's probably the coolest dude on earth, but God, I hate every album he's put put out as Darius Rucker. <laughs> I've I've only heard a few songs, but Listen, I mean, I I frequent the karaoke. Oh yeah, and well, I'm sure I'm sure. I'm telling you right now, all all of the white ladies who sing "Rock Me Like a Wagon Wheel" can go eat a dick, dude. <laughs> I get so tired of hearing it. <laughs> It seems like it seems like karaoke night would be filled with white ladies singing all kinds of. Uh, I hear WAP every weekend at least twice, what? and I'm just like fucking kill me, dude. I heard, <laughs> I heard the reading of those lyrics today by uh, by a middle aged white guy, and I was like, <laughs> I'm so uncomfortable. I mean, like, <laughs> I was like, ah. My whole like was it? Can, can can I guess who read it to you? Was it was it a, was it Ben Shapiro? No, no, it was <laughs> Have you Brian, heard that version? No, it was Brian <laughs> Brian Last on uh, on uh, on Cornette's podcast, and, I, and he was he was singing it or he was reading the lyrics, and I was like, ah, ah. And, I don't and, cook, I don't clean, <laughs> but I got this wet ass pussy. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> it's a, it's, a, it's just as bad as Gilbert Gottfried reading uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> I've and then heard... I put my penis. <laughs> <laughs> dude, it, dude, I think College Humor did it. They had Gilbert Gottfried read it. It was like all a joke. They were like, we're going to release an audio book of him reading it. And I was like, to be honest, I would buy the audio just to hear him read it. <laughs> my my best friend, uh, the co-host of my other podcast, my wrestling podcast called Wrestle Rock. His name's, yeah. his name's Rick. Rick and I went and saw Gilbert Godfrey when he played in Philly at the Helium Comedy Club. And <laughs> what I didn't know was because since we were laughing so hard there was punchlines we missed because gilbert is so funny he yeah, he's so good ridiculously funny so rick took a a, a voice memo of the whole show on his phone <laughs> he, he just hit the record on the voice memo and we just we cracked up the whole time and then he like played it on the car ride home and we caught so many jokes that we missed. <laughs> you know, we were laughing right through. We didn't <laughs> dude, uh, I think it's on YouTube. I think he's at the gathering of the juggalos, dude. Mm -hmm. And that was probably the greatest thing I ever just sat and watched. It just, 
people in clown makeup cheering on Gilbert Gottfried, dude. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's like, that has to be his career. <laughs> dude, he's a national treasure. Oh, he is, dude. It's, it's dude, good. his cameos are the best thing in the fucking world. Well, he, he, he actually did one for me. Uh, well, oh, he did. Oh, well, rules. well, well, Rick had it. Well, f- we did like our, I want to say it was our 400, four, four years of the show or yeah. maybe four or five years of, of Rassle Rock. Uh, he had Gilbert come on and uh, Rick got the cameo from him. And he was like, he was like, all right. I just want to congratulate Mark and Rick uh, for four or five years of the podcast. And I want to say to Corey, get a fucking haircut. There's not (laughs) nothing nothing worse. (laughs) There's nothing worse than an unfunny comic, than than an unfunny, unwashed, dirty, hippie, long-haired unfunny co- like, he was like shit on me on the- <laughs> i was like oh dude, man i gotta dude, when when netflix did history roasting and he came out as hitler uh, i was like holy shit who, who, else, <laughs> who else could do that and like, I was like holy shit they did that with him <laughs> they literally got him to dress up as hitler to roast and frank <laughs> Did you see um, the Jojo Rabbit movie? Oh no, I haven't. But I heard I heard some things about it. Like I heard right. mixed things. Right. It was all right. It was all right. Yeah, God, dude. Now I, I got so much movies to catch up <laughs> on now, dude. <laughs> well, well, I don't want to keep adding to your list, so I'll just no. You're good. It, it's I'm purposely making a list. <laughs> I, I kind of want to start doing like movie reviews because I think I could. I'm pretty critical about movies. Dude. <laughs> well, just uh, put dirty work at the top of that list. Dirty work, dirty work, number one. Got you. <laughs> there's one scene adam sandler is like a, only like one split like small cameo in it it's like they they're they're desperate for money and they're they're like between work and uh they go like this like trial thing where they're like trying out these brownies and they're like and like they're like oh look out for the side effects and uh and he's like i, I might be itchy i don't know i mean what are the side effects again? And he like turns to Artie Lang or something. Artie Lang is full, like broke out in rashes. And he's like hallucinating. <laughs> he's like hallucinating. And it's like Adam Sandler as the devil. And there's like a, a there's like a pig on a spit roast. Yeah. And then Adam Sandler <laughs> he goes, first we eat the pig and then together we burn. <laughs> it might have it might, have, it might have been Norm who was reacting or something, and then I think Artie was the one who just had a little scratch. I don't know. I might have had a little scratch. <laughs> God, dude, so many, so many treasures are in that movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm very, I'm very surprised that you haven't seen it. Nah, man, dude. Okay, so I've seen so many movies. Like I might have just seen it as a kid and not realized it. Because, like, dude, I went and saw Superbad in theaters with my mom. Like, <laughs> like, like there, there's not, like, I watched Spaceballs at the age of five. Mm-hmm. And then when I went to school, everybody was talking about Star Wars. And I'm like, dude, Spaceballs. <laughs> you guys have to see Spaceballs. You have no idea. <laughs> How old are you, Joey? I'm 29, dude. Okay, you're, you're still a young buck. Dude. <laughs> 
Yes, I am. <laughs> under 30 over here. Talking about um, Spaceballs. Uh. Oh, dude. We were just talking about Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah. Other yeah. people are going to be like, who's Hootie? <laughs> what, does that, what does that even mean? Bro, like the bar. The bar has recently became a place where I now feel too old. Like when you're running into someone who's 22 and they're and they're and they're talking to you about like I don't know like everybody knows don't talk politics at the mm-hmm. bar it's just how it is. Mm-hmm. Well, when you realize the person you're talking to goes, yeah, I wasn't alive for 9/11, and you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. dude, <laughs> <laughs> you were what? <laughs> Go, going back to country music here for a second. <laughs> I was at I was at the bar. And like on the jukebox, there was country music playing. And I looked around and all the kids in the place, every oh. one of them were singing along to this song that was like uh, Toby Keith. And it, it was a very America, very America. Oh, and, uh, uh, and, the, uh, and he was like, and Uncle Sam wrote the name at the top of his list. And the Statue of Liberty started shaking a fist. Oh god damn it! That was gonna bug me if I don't get the name of this stupid fucking song. <laughs> and uh, the thing was number one for a long time. <laughs> Put a boot in your ass! It's the American way. And uh, as lady, I'm, lady uh, Liberty started shaking her fist. Dude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so. so all these kids, they were these are kids in their twenties, all singing these, all singing these lyrics, like going nuts and like getting in each other's face yeah. and like screaming them at each other. And like me and my friend were sitting there, and she was laughing. She's like, "This is the silliest, stupidest shit I've ever seen in my life." And, <laughs> and the lady that was right next to me turns, bow, like, like quick quick muscle fibers bow, like to turn around and she was like mad as shit and she was like he wrote it after 9-11 <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> yeah so did the guy who did the where the world where were you when the world stopped turning dude <laughs> that, was, that was alan jackson man and and then but you wrote that like right afterwards right like <laughs> 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 and, and then my friend, without missing the beat, she was she turned to me and she was like, "You know what else they wrote after 9-11? Gungdom style, Opa, Gungdom style." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well, yeah they, you wrote, they, wrote that after nine eleven. You wrote that after 9-11. I bet he did. <laughs> I bet he did. <laughs> but did- <laughs> It'd be weird if he wrote it pre-9-11. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, well, is the world in a simpler time back yeah, then? Yeah, I thought we could put a boot in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> it would be concerning if he wrote it before that. Yeah, god damn it. Now I gotta look, look up what this song name is. <laughs> it, it's only gonna take me a second, but we can still talk well, <laughs> about Toby Keith. <laughs> what a, what a, oh, oh man, it's it's ridiculous how how much I know of that song. Like, I know every <laughs> I think I know every lyric to that song. And dude, so here in Ohio, I'm pretty sure 
Uh, you you guys don't get it over there, but it's called 92.5 Kiss FM over here. Mm-hmm. The I heard that song like a million fucking times throughout Dude. like 2001 off of that station. Dude, <laughs> 92.5 is the, is the country station here. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, over here, it's not the country station. It's the pop station. No, it's a, it's a country station here. 92.5 W... W... Oh. WX... P, I don't know. I don't know. WXTU or something like that. Okay. Before, <laughs> before I tell you what the song is, there's Toby Keith has a top five that I would not have guessed. That was a top five. Uh, <laughs> right. I'm trying to think of what, what other Toby Keith songs. Are I'm letting you know that song that we were talking about is in the top five. <laughs> okay. So the, I love this bar song is probably up there in the top. Nope. Five. Hmm. <laughs> it's not I don't know any other Toby Keith song. <laughs> Should have been a cowboy. Oh, uh, uh, and what's uh, that? Well, look, look at me now, or whatever. What, he's like, how do you like me now? Is that on there? Uh, no, uh, as good as I once was. Oh, yeah, that's one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the song we were talking about is called "Courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue." Bye, you curse How come when I when I sing Toby Keith, I make it sound like I'm singing Creed? Because <laughs> Toby Keith is Creed of country, dude. <laughs> country music Creed. <laughs> when I return, the news today, America. It's coming today. <laughs> you just made today rhyme with itself. <laughs> I know, dude. That's fine. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> it's it's all music is, making it rhyme with itself. Uh, beer for my horses. And then the last one is like his, it's so stupid. Red Solo Cup. <laughs> oh, man. I forgot about that existence. Yeah, existence so did I. Oh, shoot. <laughs> <sighs> now Red Solo Cup. Is cheap and disposable. In With Rolo, Red Solo Cup wide open. <laughs> Filled with Coors Light. <laughs> it's the silver bullet. I'll drink it every day. America rules. <laughs> Courtesy of the red, white, and blue. <laughs> God, I, I hate Toby Keith so much. <laughs> Did you see He's the such South a Park? memeable guy. Yeah. What? Did you see the South Park where uh, they spoofed the Alan Jackson? The, uh, <laughs> the Alan Jackson, where were you when they built the stairway? <laughs> where were you? When they stop building that ladder to heaven. eleven, <laughs> 9-11. <laughs> and I was like, dude, that was basically the song. <laughs> My ex-girlfriend, dude. Uh, when that episode came out, like we were just hanging out. No, no, no. Uh, when I first showed her that episode, it didn't just come out because I would have been so young. <laughs> But I showed her that episode. She's like, that's not how the song goes at all. <laughs> she, was, she was looking for, for, for very accurate, very accurate spoofs. Yeah, I was like, well, yeah, because they legally can't do that. <laughs> they, wrote this, they wrote this episode after 9-11. <laughs> Let me show you their joke country song that they wrote. <laughs> Did you, did you ever did you ever listen to DVDA, dude? 
Yeah, the, uh, the <laughs> their band. Yeah, man, <laughs> is it the one that is on? <laughs> now you're a man. Dude, for years, I was trying to convince promoters to let me use that song on PG shows. <laughs> I was like, come on, just let me do it, dude. Like one time. <laughs> Randomly stuck in my head pretty often was, oh. I've never seen a man eat so many chicken wings. Brian Botano? No, Brian, don't eat those. They're so spicy. <laughs> Dude, I used to watch that South Park movie like religiously like, for a me. lot, a lot. <laughs> like I, I was, um, I, I like turned it on when it first came streaming on Netflix. I remember, <laughs> I remember it was on my Xbox 360 when, when like Netflix, Netflix streaming, I guess was brand new, and I turned it on, and it had been, it had been. 10 years since I had seen it or more. <laughs> and I still have the VHS tape. <laughs> I, I still have the VHS tape. Dude, it came out on. <laughs> yeah. I, dude, I, I had it on VHS. I, I, I had tons of VHSs, but uh, I, I don't even have that on DVD anymore. I don't think. Oh, dude, but it was. I, Definitely the greatest movie in the nineties. <laughs> but, but it was so ridiculous how like I was like sometimes I'll I would turn like oh I still do where I'll turn Netflix I'll turn something on on Netflix and I'll try to just go to sleep with it on in the background. Yeah, but I, yeah, I, I do I, that a lot. When I was laying down, all I was doing was singing along to every one of the songs. <laughs> I knew all of the words and yeah. I was like, how do I? <laughs> Dude, anytime someone talks about Canada, I'm like, blame Canada. When, when, when <laughs> immediately anyone, blame Canada. <laughs> when someone says, when somebody asks me how I'm doing, I go, I'm super. Thanks for asking. For asking. Could, could it be better? Nothing but skis. Better, all things considered, I must say. Bro, uh, I used to get way too into the the, uh, Loch Ness Monster episode. Oh, yeah. Dude, I used to quote his dad word for word. Like, I used to be able to do the voice, but not anymore because I got older. Oh, aren't you crackles cute as the dickens? Hey, ever tell you boys about the time I got tree fit, I saw the Loch Ness monster? Oh, it was about seven or eight years ago. Me and the little lady over here were out on Lake Loch Ness. <laughs> Dude, I love that episode so much. <laughs> about three fifty, and I think the the mom was like three fifty. <laughs> I gave him a dollar fifty about a week ago. Well, damn it, woman, that's why I keep coming back. You think you got more? <laughs> He was so, gonna slap the shit out of you. Shut up, woman! I could have took that monster. <laughs> so, so growing up for you, oh, um, dude, it was South Park all day. <laughs> South, South Park and pro wrestling. Oh uh, yeah, those, those 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 same same similarities for me. Uh, but I think I think honestly, before I did not like South Park in the nineties as much. I think really, I that did was not the golden age. I did not like. I did not like when Carbon had the. Oh, oh, God, the God, I'm going home. The, yeah, oh, the overdone oh, bit that they I, did, I did in not, every episode. Yeah. I did. I did not like that. That that version of South Park that had that Cartman voice. 
Yeah. I got Kenny. Yeah, I got Kenny. <laughs> like all the time. Yeah. All, uh, all of it. I just, I never liked it. But then it felt like it slowed up and it got smarter. Kind of yeah. like, it's kind of like you learn how to work. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're South, like South Park learned how to how to yeah. how to how to sell right. <laughs> how to not just put all how to just not rely on Kenny dying yeah. in every just, episode. They don't have to get their shit in every time. Yeah, dude. We get it. Kenny dies. What's next? Uh, right. <laughs> right. So I think that's when I started liking South Park. When I started having appreciation for South Park was when their stuff got smarter. But, yeah. Dude, uh, the one episode they did where you thought Kenny was going to die the whole episode and he doesn't, but like there's a bunch of situations where he would. I think that's where they started to stop killing Kenny. Mm-hmm. They're like, all right, this is a little overdone. <laughs> they were teasing the table spot. They set the table yeah. up. They set the table up and they kept like, whoa, is this going to be a back oh, body drop? Oh, 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 let's get him. Let's get him near the apron. Oh, the back body drop coming. No. Oh, no, no. It turns out it's just a suplex to the outside. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, right. So they were teasing the table spot, a.k.a. Kenny dying. Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna call table spots Kenny's now. <laughs> All right, you hit me with the Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll set the Kenny up in the table. All right, <laughs> Kenny up in the table. Dude. <laughs> I'll set it up in the corner. I meant, ah, shit, I blew it already. <laughs> when did Omega get here? <laughs> do, you, do, do you like Botchamania? Uh oh, uh oh! You went away. I think the second I asked about botchamania, the whole podcast botched. <laughs> All right. Oh, dude! Tell <laughs> tell you he was on botchamania. I don't hear a thing you just said. Uh-oh. The second I asked you about botchamania, your shit went dead. <laughs> I was uh, like, did I lose the stream? Lose dude, the for, stream. For, for, for like a second, but it's back now. All right, maybe take a minute. I'll take this moment to read from Art Bell's book, Constant Comedy. Before, While Joey comes back, unlikely, okay. Gallen said, usually when you're looking for the black and white answers from the kind of research, you get gray or worse, mud. Sorry. Hi. How's it going? Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, okay. Okay. Back to Bachevini. Did Tony tell you he was on it? I think he did. I think yeah. he did. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> He's on it twice. <laughs> yeah, he said he was on once as a fan and one as one as a wrestler, right? Yeah, the fan one's hilarious. Because <laughs> he's just like, oh, in the background. Like, you can just see, you can clearly see him and then part of my buddy Joe and then my, my knee. <laughs> <laughs> it's so jumpy. 
Joey, I would like to say, I would like to take this opportunity right now to say how grateful I am for the opportunity to be paid the currency of your effort and your attention. I think you've been a stellar, fun, silly goose guest, and I appreciate that. We didn't have to, we didn't have to follow any kind of formula. We just kind of talked about a whole bunch of goofy goof stuff and uh, had a good time, man. I had a really great time. I hope that you consider me for a resource in any way. On the record, I just want to say how neat it's been to hang with you. And I'm grateful that we're friends. And now you've gone away, but hopefully you'll be right back. And in this moment, I would also like to say, if you are now joining me uh, for an episode of Evolving with Corey Castle and you've stumbled across this podcast and this is the first time you've listened, uh, go, pa- go back and check the archives. Make sure you hit subscribe. And welcome back, Joey. Dude, I don't know what's going on with my computer. It's just being lame. Well, well, you know, we got we got to get you one of them wired connections, my friend. Yep, I do. I really do. You're not wrong. <laughs> Let me tell you, buddy. But yeah, the the. Mm-hmm. Relying on Wi-Fi, Rely-Fi. Ain't gonna work for you right now. I have to say one more time. Make sure, make sure you check out Evolving with Corey Castle on all the platforms: uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. Tune in wherever you get, wherever you enjoy and subscribe to quality podcasts. You can join my podcast every Monday at noon, noon Eastern. You can check out Evolving with Corey Castle new episodes, or you can catch every episode I've got so far. It's all going to be right there on my YouTube channel. If you go to youtube.com slash Corey Castle, I love and appreciate the feedback that I get from you guys. So if you want to leave comments down below in the video, absolutely do that. Absolutely uh, reach out to me. I'm not a hard person to get a hold of. I'm at Corey Castle on all the platforms, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. And, uh, you know, let, let me know, you know, judgment-free conversation. If you need a friend, absolutely don't ever feel like don't feel like you're alone in this world. I mean, I wouldn't want you to feel that way. I wouldn't want to feel that way either. So I got this platform here. We can, we can, we can, we can chat on here. We can chat face to face on, on, on FaceTime on Streamyard. <laughs> hey, what's up, man? I'm back again, dude. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so I was saying, and I don't know if you were hearing me. I miss parts of it, a good a good amount of it. Okay. I won't lie to you. <laughs> no, I I, I, I I wouldn't be I would be surprised if you caught any of it because yeah, of, because of how frozen you were. You were like you were like Han Solo. <laughs> but, I love that reference. Go on. <laughs> but I'm trying to say uh, how important it is to me that you've spent the currency of your effort and your attention here on me. And with me, and on the record, I would like to say how welcome you are, not only to join me again at some point, but I want, you know, I want you to be able to know that, like, I'm your friend. So you can, like, yeah. you, I can be a resource to you. Any, any questions you might have or anything you want, like, 
help with or whatever. If you ever feel like you're alone and you're, you know, you don't have to, you, you don't have to feel alone in this world. So if you ever, you're feeling like a depressed sack of poop, reach out to me. I'm always here. Oh, dude, I appreciate that, man. Like, uh, to be really honest, I haven't been sad as much as I used to, man. Well, like, I kind of, I've been kind of doing like a self, it's going to sound stupid, like self-helping myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, like not reading books, but like just being like, dude, like writing down positive things. Like you're funny. I, you, you've literally killed on shows before. You've done great. Like you killed people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you said literally. Oh god damn it. Hold on. <laughs> literally killed people on stage. God damn it. The FBI, FBI is gonna be at my house. <laughs> he's, a, he's the guar of comedy. Yeah, I'm the greatest of dude guar rules. Okay, you don't make me start talking about guar. <laughs> I love guar, dude. Uh my only odorous R.I.P. The o- my only knowledge of Guar mo- mostly is um, from from Empire Records. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I don't have a, I don't have a ton of I don't have a ton of Guar knowledge or experience with uh, rocking out to them, but uh, I, it seems like a ton of fun to Look, to be into them. I think I personally think they're the only band that like. They're, they're such a comedy band. They were on Fox News to give reports about the universe. And none of them were true. <laughs> like, absolutely none of them. It was so funny, dude. <laughs> like, they, they, they pour blood on people. It rules. <laughs> but yeah, man. Like, uh, but for real, I, I, I just been trying to be more positive, dude. Like, COVID was like the worst thing for a lot of people. But for me, man, it was like a lot of self-reflection of just like... Ooh. Yeah, self-reflection, you know, right on through the drum roll, being a cool dude. <laughs> well, I, I th- honestly, I think it's something I've been saying a lot, and I don't know if I've been saying it on here, but I know I've been saying it a lot, is, you know, we've got to be more careful about how kind we are to ourselves. Oh, true. Uh, and uh, you, so- you sound like you're you're there. Uh, you, you we. You gotta, you dude. You gotta, you gotta recognize how much value you have, mm-hmm. even even when you feel valueless. You gotta remember, there's people who, who yeah. really, who are counting on you. There's people yeah. who are counting. Like sometimes, just seeing somebody who's even acting like they're happy when they're not, helps somebody else oh, be yeah, happy. Help somebody else be happy. So. If I could, if I could be a light in any way, I'm gonna yeah. continue to shine. Exactly, man. Like uh, I didn't get into wrestling to like do it for me. I did it because I wanted to like show other people. Like, if you have a dream, dude, fucking go do it. Like, there's not like. Oh, I thought you were. You know, I thought you were only doing it for the fame and the fortune. Oh man, I will, I wanted all the money, and then like, <laughs> turns out you have to be good. <laughs> <laughs> And marketable. (laughs) You know, I think it all comes to the right. It comes down to being the right person in the right place at the right time. Oh, dude. A lot of it. A lot of it's that, man. Like, there's tons of me's out there, dude. But how many of me's are going to stand out? Like, that's the biggest thing. Is like, you want to be different. But I'm going to sound bitter. 
But I think a lot of gimmicks nowadays are starting to be the fucking same, dude. Yeah. A lot of gimmicks. The the lonely wrestler who's got this dark brooding side. Cool. <laughs> be different. Well, well, I don't I think I'm gonna sound like the old angry vet, but I think a lot of wrestlers nowadays just seemed like like children who yeah. who are trying to be doing something that's not meant for them. Yeah. Trying to force something that isn't for them. Like, go find the thing that's for you. Maybe you think it's wrestling, but maybe maybe it's something else. And I've said this a million times on this podcast. When when I was a kid, I wanted to I wanted to do two things with my life. I wanted I wanted to to be a pro wrestler and I wanted to be a stand-up comedian. Yeah. I didn't know I wanted to be a podcaster yet because podcasting didn't exist. Yeah. So I found that and I'm like, whoa, this is exactly who I'm supposed to be. This is what I'm supposed to do. But I didn't know that. That was like just it was written inside of me after after years of doing yeah. doing other stuff that like uh, wasn't for me as much. I can I can sit and be wacky and talk into a microphone. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, like. Well, I mean, I, my podcast isn't big, but like at the same time, I enjoy doing it. I enjoy doing my YouTube show, man. Like, you got to find what you love doing, man. Like, it's well. I have to say, this episode so far uh, has been not not a whole lot like uh, any other of my episodes. They're usually. Oh. A, they're usually a bit deeper and a lot uh, more like give me the give me the the life lessons and the evolving and the and it's I I, st- I started getting to where I didn't want to force any of that and yeah. I I liked I liked the rapport we were building with the having fun and the goofing around yeah oh so, like I rather I didn't be, mean to get I didn't mean to get serious earlier no <laughs> okay I mean. Be be serious all you want, or be goofy oh, all you want. Oh no, I didn't know if and I was all, like derailing the show. Or... All of, all of it is as valid as everything else. Oh yeah, <laughs> there's there's no derailing anything. Oh yeah, man. Like uh, slowly, dude. Like I I feel like a lot of people just do what's safe and not what they want to do, man. Like doing the safe thing is okay, but well, like I think I think a lot of people think that they're being practical and doing that. And they're yeah. being they're being logical in doing that. They're like, oh, I don't want to get too ahead of myself. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to fail. They're just they don't believe yeah. that they'll actually succeed in something they love. They love or that they oh, yeah. want. They'll so they they talk themselves out of it by by the fear of failure. Right. That they stay stuck by an obstacle. The obstacle being, uh, whatever excuse, whatever. Whatever, whatever the accountability wheel landed on. Oh yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's the that's the obstacle for them. Yeah, see, that's a good. Like, I guess, like, growing up, dude, I've always had that thought of like, man, you're not gonna be good at a lot, so whatever you do, you're gonna have to put your heart heart into, or it's just gonna be bad. <laughs> so, it, like, I, I, like, if I'm doing something, I'm going 100, percent no matter what. Like, like with comedy, dude, like. You can do open mics all you want and just be that guy, or you can try to get better at it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've heard enough people say, like, I treat it like a hobby, and I'm like, well, that's cool, but is it going to be funny as your hobby? Or, 
plenty, plenty of people have hobbies that that doesn't take talent to have. You gotta have talent for this hobby. Yeah, dude. Like you just gotta go up there and just. Oh, talk you're, about co- your you're collecting the shit out of those stamps, bro. Oh man. Yeah. No one's ever done it that good. Ah, uh, hot Trump joke I didn't see on a meme five days ago. <laughs> Like thanks, dude. I ha- I went to an open mic where a guy just read memes, and I was like, "Are you fucking serious? Because <laughs> like, this is, this is I, your shit." <laughs> I was hosting something yesterday, and the guy—it was a showcase. The guy—I uh, I don't even want to repeat the joke, but it was some of the hackiest shit. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, and I turned to the lady who was like, uh, who like who like booked me for it. I don't think I, I don't think I said it loud enough for her to hear me, but maybe she heard me because she was right next to me. And I like did one of these and I was like, Oh, that was the hackiest joke ever. I was like, I heard that shit a million times. Dude. Another thing that's getting on my nerves is like, people will come up to me and tell me a street joke that they clearly didn't write. <laughs> it's like you, you motherfucker! You did not write this. <laughs> oh, dude, dude! You know it's funny because you know what's a real hack, a real hack, like ridiculously hack premise, and it's been done a million times. And people will be like, "Oh well," when people find out that I do comedy, they tell me to to make them laugh. They tell me to tell them tell them a that, joke. Yeah, that hat. I've heard it. I heard it on a Comedy Central special. <laughs> right, right. I'm like. You realize that people have been doing that to me in wrestling forever. Oh. And then now it's now it's both things. So when they find out that I do either of those things, they go, oh, don't. Oh, tell me a joke. Or they go, don't body slam me. Don't hit me with the chair. Yeah, don't, don't hit me with a chair. Don't, don't chop me. It's like, it's like, I would never. I would. I know that's such a hacky premise that I would yeah. never, ever, ever, ever do that on stage. Because it's like, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to be able to maximize my minutes by making sure I'm doing, you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's like JR, JR says they maximize their minutes and they're talking about TV time minutes, but yeah. on stage, sometimes your minutes are, you get three minutes. Sometimes yep. you get four minutes. Sometimes you get five minutes. Like I'm not going to waste, I'm not going to waste all these minutes talking about shit that like might not get over with these people. Oh yeah, because, exactly. Because me saying I'm a wrestler, sometimes people, that's not enough. That's yeah. not enough for people. Like they don't know who I am. Like, yeah. So it's not, my job is to go out there to get you to know who I am. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm just gonna. I want to be a comic when I'm here yeah. doing comedy. I want to be a comedian. I yeah. don't want to be a wrestler who's doing comedy. I don't want to be a funny pro wrestler. I want to be a funny comedian. And I, when I when I go do st- when I do do matches, I don't want to be a funny wrestler. And when I'm doing comedy, I don't want to be a wrestling comic. I'm yeah, not, yeah. <laughs> I don't separate those worlds completely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, okay. I I don't know if this happened to you yet, but like, say if the host knows that you're a wrestler, they announce to the crowd, he's also a wrestler. Oh, yeah. That's totally. I, I get, I, I'm like, oh, please don't. <laughs> I've, I've been brought up the stage to, uh, to the DX theme song. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> I've been brought up on stage to like the like uh sexy boy song. Are you ready? <laughs> dun, dun. <laughs> yeah. And it's uh, he's I'm just a sexy boy. Sexy boy. 
And so, then the, the okay, host Sean, just doing the, the <laughs> Sean Michaels wrote that, didn't he? I have no <laughs> I, I hope every not. time I, I every time I hear that, I'm like, I'm pretty sure he sung his own theme song. <laughs> I'm so positive. I, I was dating a girl who is not a wrestling fan at all, and I had that song stuck in my head. But like, I know I'm not a good singer, so I just started like I go. I was like, listen to the lyrics of this song and ask me how and <laughs> ask me how dumb it is that I know all the lyrics to it. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I think I'm cute. I know I'm sexy. I got the moves <laughs> that drives the girls wild. I got the moves that really, really move, move them. I send <laughs> chills up and down their spines. I'm just a sexy boy. Sexy boy. Like, it's like absolutely the stupidest song ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, have you ever went back and listened to Mr. Ass's theme song? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, have, <laughs> I love it. I love to shove him. I was like, dude, what? Like the, 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 the best secrets always come up from behind. <laughs> Sneak up from behind. <laughs> what the hell is this song? <laughs> He's telling you how much he loves ass, dude. <laughs> he loves ass that much. He wrote a song about it. <laughs> <laughs> two knuckling buttholes dude that's all he wants to do he wants to shove them love them <laughs> kick them maybe sniff them <laughs> <laughs> i don't remember all the lyrics but they all boil down to that <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> dude, there's so many dumb theme songs from like uh victoria's was stupid <laughs> Don't treat me like a woman. No, that was that that was China. Oh, that was China. Okay, okay, okay. That was China. Don't treat me like you know me. (laughs) Don't treat me like who am I? Yeah, dude. (laughs) Stop it. Dude, Dude. <laughs> the Dudley Boys had Power Man 5,000. 3, Power Man 5,000. PM 5,000. Oh, oh, sorry, my bad. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <the fuck laughs> me. Don't short them by 2,000. <laughs> I'm sorry, the poor man Static X <laughs> is their theme song, dude. <laughs> well, well, you know, the, the lead singer was Rob Zombie's brother, right? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Hey, hey, he could have wrote, he literally could have. <laughs> Listen, he could have literally went and sang for uh, Static X, and I would have never known the difference. Well, I mean, I don't know too many Static X things, I, I, but um, I was like, I was kind of into the first album for Power Man Five Thousand. Not, yeah. fir- not the first album, but the you know the um, the Tonight the Stars Revolt or whatever. Yeah, because they had um, I worked at I worked at a laser tag place. And that was we had the we had a, a cassette tape of that that played in the arena, like in the arena where the games were played, like oh, the laser tech games were played. So I know every word to every song, and it like played on repeat in the laser tag <laughs> arena, like. <laughs> dude, that would have been the most intense game—a laser tag, just listening dude, to Power Man. <laughs> well, I when I when I was a kid, like before I got into wrestling, I wanted my theme song to be. Uh, the supernova goes pop. Oh, <laughs> do you remember that song? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> like, Are you the future? Are you the past? 
I'm going to be this brooding wrestler. I'm going to be totally different from the other brooding wrestlers. <laughs> I'm going to have this dark secret that nobody knows about as I put in headlocks. You think you know me? <laughs> you think you know me? <laughs> Only I know me. Because <laughs> I'm the cream of the crop. <laughs> well, remember when Edge used Power Man 5000 as his theme song? I thought he used he, uh, he used Rob Zombie's Never Gonna Stop. Oh, yeah. The, 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 <laughs> oh, Power Man 5000, Rob Zombie, same yeah. thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I like Rob Zombie. <laughs> I, I don't know the words to that song, but I always know it. It was always like, yeah, my Durango. No, okay. Now it's in my head. Thanks, dude. <laughs> did they make Dodge Durangos back in 1995? <laughs> yeah. I don't think they did. I think, I think they made those cars in like 97. I think that was the beginning of Dodge Durango. Shut up, bitch. Yeah. Get in my Dragula. <laughs> We're going to go brood. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's all i can think about is when i think of rob zombies dragula and never gonna stop <laughs> well, well i think of his movies before i think oh yeah he was a director i think of a thousand uh house of a thousand corpses uh devil's rejects i put my wife in the movies because she can't act in anything else <laughs> <laughs> she, they're not gonna book her she won't get booked unless and I, I get also her. I also want you all to see her rocking tits. So I'm going to put them in every movie. <laughs> uh, like, you know, good for, good for him. I mean, hey, dude, I'm not going to judge him. I, 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 dude, if I was 60, I would love to look like a homeless dude 24 seven. It'd be cool. <laughs> dude, my, my roommate yesterday was like, yeah, dude, you should get some dreadlocks. <laughs> He's like, you should put your hair in dreads. And he's like, oh, it would be so cool. It would be badass. You'd look so cool. I'm like, yeah, but like, I'm almost 40. I don't think. <laughs> Are you trying to make a statement now, Corey? <laughs> I, like, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> Who am I rebelling against, dude? I was like, I, was like, uh, I, I don't know. I'm too, I'm too old for that. <laughs> I'm too I'm too old to look like I own a head shop, dude. <laughs> yeah. it's, like, uh, uh, it's bad it's bad enough I walk around with this man bun no one respects. But... <laughs> no one's gonna respect you even more with dreads, dude. They'll <laughs> <laughs> be like, look at him. He's making bad decisions. <laughs> I bet you that guy's pillows stink. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like all the cliche things about dude. Dude, I had dreads, uh, and I can tell you right now, they're the biggest bitch to ever take care of. <laughs> did all your pillows stink? No, no. I actually, I actually took care of my hair. <laughs> <laughs> that was an insult. I right now made up. Ah, I bet your pillows pillow stink, dude. <laughs> you yeah. dreadhead, you fucking loser. Stinkiest <laughs> pillows. I bet when you sleep at night, you're like, oh, why does it smell so bad? <laughs> is that me? Oh, is that me? <laughs> is that why nobody wants to stay the night? <laughs> I, but honestly, I, I think at this point, I I probably go I probably go like three weeks without washing my hair most of the time. Oh, so, sure. <laughs> so it would be the same. 
dude, if I go three weeks, I'm going to have sawdust in my hair. It's going to be gross. I I'd have to do, I have to do it every day. Like where I work, it's just sawdust city, dude. So, <laughs> well, well, that happens too at my job, but like, it depends on where I'm at. Oh no, not for me. No matter where I am, there's sawdust. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, well, I do. I, I mean, I go to different sites every day, different, oh. job, different job sites. So, oh, you lucky bastard. <laughs> sometimes I wish I could. Sometimes I'll put my hood up or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's me, bet. Corey. I'm the secret chopper. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> you're good, dude. <laughs> it's like it's like construction sites. Okay, like, I, was, uh, I was like, you're walking in like the Unabomber, dude. <laughs> 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 the the uh, it's funny, dude, because it, like I said yesterday, when I was at, when I was at the bar that we were doing the showcase at, I was standing up on stage, and one of the comics came in, and he was like, "Why is the bouncer on this?" He thought I was the bouncer. <laughs> <laughs> Why is security up there telling ha ha's? Get him off! <laughs> well, I, I, the show didn't start yet, so I wasn't on stage doing jokes. He just thought I was on stage, like like setting up. Like he thought oh. I was like. The bouncers helping them set up the microphone, and dude. I was like, no, "Sorry, buddy, dude." I just did a showcase uh, three weeks ago at a pizza place, and every now I get this a lot being a light skinned black dude, but we all look we all we don't all look alike. We all look different. Right. Well, the waiter kept giving me some other dude's pizza orders every time, right. and I looked at that guy and I was like, "He's fucking bald." What are you? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Did you just see a black guy go? Oh, he's fat. He'll eat this. <laughs> like I'm like six five, dude. He is five foot four. <laughs> it was. It was. It's very interesting. I get confused for so many people on shows now, dude. I want to. I want to come up. I want to come up there and 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 uh, hang with you guys and do some comedy and stuff. Oh, dude, it rule. It that, totally fucking rule. Yeah, n- you know you you know always. Always, always got a spot on my couch right here. This is one comfy couch, dude. So, what is, yeah, I was gonna say, what is the scene like over there, man? Um, it's 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 shitty. I, I heard it's pretty tough. It, it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a little tough, but, but <laughs> there's there's some good and there's a lot of bad. No, I, I believe it. I. I've heard some horror stories on Joe Rogan's podcast <laughs> about, about the Philly scene, about Philly scene. I'm like, damn, uh, who, who was, fuck? who was telling those horror stories? No, he was well, not. It was kind of like him, like where he's like, it's a real tough place to go. Mm-hmm. It's like, it, it gets you good though, I guess. Cause it's that tough. But well, that, I, think he, he, I think he says that more about Boston. I think. Oh he, shit. He why more... am I, why am I confusing him for a Philly guy? He says that about Boston. Boston makes yeah, it tough. Boston. But um who, who says it's hard in Philly? Uh huh. I think it might have I think I might have heard Shane Gillis or something say. No, it. yeah, he's from Philly. He's a Philly kid, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there, a couple like really, really popular Philly comics would would include Kevin Hart, of course. Oh, and, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, um Big J Okerson. Well, I knew Big J. Big J uh, fucking rules. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, dude, it sucks being like, like I only know so much about comedy, dude. Like my head is filled with wrestling all day, mm-hmm. but when it comes to comedy, it's like there's such a it's. I need to watch more, mm-hmm. but I've been watching like a lot of comics who are like smaller, 
And mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, well, if they're doing something like this, I'm going to do avoid that. <laughs> like, I don't want to fall in this niche. Well, it's a, it's a, it's kind of go go right back to the wrestling the wrestling parallels here. We're like, yeah. like when when you're trying to be a main event guy, you don't ride in cars with with mid carters. Yeah, you point. don't you don't ride in cars with curtain jerkers or right. curtain <clears throat> curtain curtain jerk offs as I call them. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but. But for for sure, it's like, you know, you're gonna believe it. You know, believe you are. Yeah, yeah. You are the, you are the star that you want to be before you're even that star. Oh yeah, yeah, completely. I, like, I kind of also go off like what Joey Diaz said. Man, you can only have like one unfunny friend. <laughs> like most of my friends are pretty funny. Like I don't really have an unfunny friend. <laughs> Wow, man, that's that's a that's a good point. Yeah, like you can I, I, have one, but don't have too many. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, like it's it's funny to think about the fact that like how badly you want to be in this world of of comedy and podcasting and like blow up in those worlds, but like oh, yeah. when you look around at like <clears throat> your your friends that you have and the people that you interact with on a daily basis, none of them have podcasts. None of them listen to podcasts. None of them yeah. know podcasts. Not a, none of them know comedy as well as you know comedy. It's like uh, none of them know wrestling as much as you know wrestling. But <clears throat> but like comedy is a different thing, and and podcasts oh, yeah. are a different thing. And it's like, well, most people are like completely fine and content to yeah. not to not, not chase the dra- yeah. not chase the <laughs> dragon I'm chasing. What's what's always fun is when like say if you meet someone it's happening in the dating world all the time for me, dude. Mm. So like, I'll meet like a girl and she'll be like, Oh, you're, you're a comic. Who's your favorite comics. And it's like, you tell you're, me, you're not going to know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, when people say, who's your favorite comics. And I'm like, you're not going to know. I'm talking about. Like, here, here. Uh, you tell me yours. And then I'll tell you ones that revolve around the ones you like. <laughs> Yeah, like people say, you like John Mulaney sometimes, <laughs> well, not all the time. I love John Mulaney. No, like, I love his stuff. It's just I'm not, I'm not going out of my way to go look up the next John Mulaney thing. You know, like if someone goes, "Hey, you release something," I'm like, I'll, I'll catch it when I catch it. You know what I mean? Uh, like I, I went out of my way for Mark Norman, though. Mm-hmm. I tell everybody about Mark Norman now. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's that again? Mark, are you serious? <laughs> no, he's he's been on this podcast. Oh, he's like, holy shit! No, like, he's, holy shit! He's been on my podcast. I know Mark. Yeah, he's like, wait a minute. <laughs> no, his his special out to lunch is really really so funny. Good. So, so good. So good. Uh, but yeah, I I I have a, a list of comics that like if somebody were to like, hey, tell me all the best comics right now. I'm like, I'll rattle off like. La, 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 oh, and, like uh, names of people they don't know. They're right. like, oh, and, who's that? And you're like, oh, who's oh. Uh, you gotta you gotta do the work. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta look this guy up, dude. <laughs> right. He's so good. I'm like like when like when my friends will tell me like I'm super funny, and I'm like, oh well, you should meet blah blah blah. <laughs> Cause they're funnier. <laughs> well, well, when I do see guys like John Mulaney or Bill Burr or Louis yeah. C Louis C. K., I'm like Ah, oh, they make this look so easy, and like I'll never be that good. Oh, so. <laughs> oh man, I I don't compare myself like that, man. Oh, no, I I I, I, I try not I, to. I I, 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 I don't. I won't. 
I won't be, I won't do that either, but I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll just see them and I'll be like, they're so, they're so good. Yeah. Like, and it takes seasoning and it takes a long amount of it, like struggle. It, yeah. I was going to say, it takes a lot of fucking up yeah. to finally get it good. Mm-hmm. It truly does. It takes Dude, a lot of fucking up. And I, I was, <laughs> I was, I was at, I was at that, that like viral, that, uh, the open Anthony traveling virus, where, oh, okay. Bill, where Bill Burr like did that big long ran on Philly and he shit all over Philly, and, <laughs> and, uh, and it went it went very viral. Yeah, yeah. Did, did yeah. You, have you seen that? Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> I was I was laughing my ass off. <laughs> but, but that was before. I mean, that was before anybody cared or like yeah. loved. Like Bill Burr didn't have the amount of love that he has no. now. Back then, uh, I oh man, what was it? I think the first album I ever saw of his hair. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like he had like yeah. a full head of hair, dude. He, this is like pre, I think right when he got that, like right when the Philly accident happened, incident happened. Now I just can't think of what the album's called, but it was so good. And I was like, holy shit. Was it the one where it's like, uh, calm down or something? It was like, uh, stop yelling. What, I forget what it was, but it was like, it was orange. The, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Like he's like talking about being an ashy white guy. And he was like, he was like, <laughs> oh, was a, the 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 lady was done eating their McMuffin and she wiped her mouth with the bag yeah, he, with the bag like an animal. <laughs> it's like there's a guy who was so fat he was scratching his back that, on a beam. <laughs> it was like just so the, get in it. <laughs> it like, but, and the the back fat guy can 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 mate with the McMuffin oh, lady. The lady. <laughs> God damn it, dude! Yeah, just quote another funny comedian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, why stand on your own material? <laughs> Oh, dude, it, dude, can I Carlos Mencia? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. But um, I want to give you the opportunity, uh, if you if you don't mind, just yeah. uh, this is this is now your your opportunity on the record to ask me anything that you might have questions about or say anything you'd like to say to me. All right, Corey, what do you consider your greatest match, dude? Like start to finish, it felt so good. The crowd enjoyed it. Everybody in the back was about it. What was your favorite one, dude? Oh man! Oh, oh yeah! Making you pick your own brain on this one, huh? Um, well, I did a I did a match that was a it was a ladder match inside of a cage. Okay, Ooh, okay. and uh, it felt really good. Except for the guy like broke his shoulder in the match. Oh, but, uh, <laughs> but it was it was all good until that happened. <laughs> well, this goes great, my, brother. My shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, we really got him, dude. Don't we? Listen, how good we got him. It's like my shoulder's fucked up, dude. I, mean, I think you're gonna have to take this one home. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, greatest match <laughs> and he was like and then he was like he was like all right let's take it home i'm gonna get you up for the power bump owie owie everybody thinks he's screaming because he's about to put everything he has into it turns out he's in pain <laughs> this is glorious ah! 
<laughs> oh, dude, every part of that sounds awful. <laughs> oh, dude, I, dude, po the power bomb used to be my finish until like I forgot. Uh, people don't wash their gear sometimes. Oh boy, it's a stinky, stinky situation. Oh, dude, every time, every time. I don't. Like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I haven't done a power bomb. I haven't done a power bomb since the Clinton administration. Oh fuck, dude! <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like I don't. It's like I don't want to. It's so. <laughs> it's not something I can hit on everybody, so I'm not going to hit it. Right? Not well. I I just get tired of people not washing their gear, and, and people can't jump. People <laughs> yeah, can't, people can't people, jump for shit. People dude. can't get up for shit. So I just I'd rather I'd rather go well. I, I know I can get you up for a lot of things. So yeah. I'll get you up for the things I can get you up for. And I, I know I have the ability to control me in this move, yeah. which will in turn control you. So I don't, I won't over, I won't over commit myself to hitting something that is not believable. See what's, what's crazy what, is like, well, you said you're six, five, right? Yeah. I'm six, five. And what's crazy is, is and, like, and people you're, still you're, can't get up. <laughs> you're, you're you're huge, and yeah, uh, and uh, I mean, dude, how much do you weigh? I weigh three forty, but I don't sandbag anybody, dude. Oh, boy. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of pounds. That's a yeah, lot of person. You have trust a lot me, of trust me. Every everybody everybody comes up to me and goes, "Well, I like to do a pile driver and blah 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 blah." And it's like. No, no we're not doing that. <laughs> no, no, this 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 size description that you're giving me explains yeah. how you can get away with taking one bump. It, I can yeah, understand. Exactly. I can now understand. I can get away with it. <laughs> so I mean, I'm not I'm not a small guy at all. I don't yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. I don't want to I mean I, I I came up through the business as a small guy. I mean yeah. I'm at I'm at this point, I'm two thirty now. I'm six foot two thirty. Okay. So uh, I'm bigger than most of the people that I'm on shows with, but uh, standing next to you, I'll I'll make you look small a little bit, dude. It, it's crazy. Yeah, dude. but 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 most most of the people I'm on shows with uh, don't really want to get me up for too many things. Like don't. Yeah. But but back in the day, like I I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a featherweight as far as getting up for moves. I yeah. get up for I can get up for everything, but like people don't people don't do it as much because it's yeah not, not as realistic it's not as believable yeah uh, see like in the beginning like i could take a canadian destroyer like nothing like mm -hmm. i i could do it i don't i'm not proud mm -hmm. and jim Cornette is probably not going to be happy about it huh? but like i could take one do huh? i want to do them no i really don't <laughs> no, i mean risk versus reward on a lot of things like that's yeah yeah like if if we're in the middle of like a giant thing and the big payoff is a Canadian, yeah, let's do it. Mm -hmm. But like, if we're just doing it to do it, I, I kind of like, all right, man, we're, are we doing this to be cool? Or are we doing this what, to tell a story? What's the, what's the, well, yeah. What's the angle? What's the, like, yeah, what, what's like, the build up? What's the, what's it leading to? Yeah. Like, like, and I don't really do lift up moves anymore, man. Like, mm -hmm. like, yeah, it's big, but if I can get over with just like a fucking forearm, and and it pops the crowd. Well, I don't got to do a suplex, dude. <laughs> I know how to do them. I don't have to do them though. I I don't um I do I don't know. I do I underhook. I do I do the underhook. The underhook suplexes. Okay. I, I do um a, a lot of like 
like simple shit, I guess. Yeah, but it's like simple, I, but it looks good. Like I do like a STO like pretty frequently. I'll do I'll do a neck breaker. It's like it's yeah. not, nothing nothing major, not, not not gorilla pressing anybody. It's not, <laughs> it's not it's not worth it to be only able to get somebody to hear hey, and have to give up. Name the last wrestler you can that has done a gorilla press in front of you. Because I can't name a single one. <laughs> uh, John Zandig <laughs> before uh, or after like the cage of death <laughs> mm. I, I don't know <laughs> John Zandig has gorilla pressed me before and just squashed my nuts oh, uh, ridiculous. He was, I'm like is this cause he hates me is this just because he hates me or is this just the way he does it? Because he's squashing the shit out of my nuts right now. He's squeezing him and you're like, Jesus! I'm, hold, I'm holding up. I'm holding up. And I'm like, and I'm like, who hates me? <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> I, I actually talked about that with Tony. Um, <laughs> squeezing, I, I, squeezing your balls. No, not, not the squeezing the balls thing, but I, when we were talking about Botchamania, I said that when that promo happened where John did the Jesus thing, I was there. I was on the other <laughs> side of the camera. I was behind the cameraman. He was doing you that. try not to laugh, dude? Uh, no, dude. I was, I was a student at the time, and I was just like, oh, is this what I'm signing myself up for? For this this maniac? Like, everybody, everybody's going to be like this guy? I'm like, I'm not going to do promos like that. And then, like, when I was doing my – and the funny thing was, it was like that promo was way over with the locker room at CZW way more like early on when it first happened. Um, yeah. Uh, do you remember? Do you know who Chris Cash is? Yeah, I know Chris Cash. Dude. Okay. Okay. So Chris Cash and Eddie Valentine had an apartment that they rented from John Zandig. So John <laughs> Zandig rented them apart- an apartment and it was like they had a landline. So this is before cell phones were a big deal and everybody had one. But their answering machine, their outgoing answering machine message was, "What are you blind? Oh my Jesus!" <laughs> they had that as their outgoing, their outgoing answering machine message, and and, and John would leave them messages, and he'd be like, "It's not fucking funny, you guys. It's not fucking funny. Change that shit." <laughs> <laughs> do you think he purposely called just to find out if they still had it like, well, well, he was their landlord so he was calling to get the rent check <laughs> but no like come on guys not funny <laughs> this is the greatest promo of all time dude it really is John Zandig's not cool enough to appreciate the humor of it Oh, dude, he really needs. You got to embrace the meme sometime, dude. He won't. He's he's too insecure. I'm. Oh, dude. He, Listen, if I did something that funny and everybody else was making fun of me, uh, I think would, I'd join the train of. He would yeah, just I fucked up. <laughs> he probably gets just as mad every single time. Somebody <laughs> he probably gets. He, how how often do you think he's like? God, I hate Botchamania for making this a thing. <laughs> he he would not. He would never admit that. He would never say it out loud because he wouldn't. He would play it too. He's too cool to admit that he's watched it ever. Like he would. <laughs> look, oh, oh! I don't have the internet. Other people have the internet for me, and they took. They look at things like he's. He's too cool. 
Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I've heard, I've heard some stories about that. Like, well, a lot of people are kind of like that, man. Like that, they're just too into their own shit to admit. Like, this is kind of funny when you look at it face value, dude. Mm. <laughs> like, you're, you're the way you did that. The way he did that promo. Dude. Oh my! Oh my! You see that? It took five of them. Oh, hey, club. <laughs> And then he took the water. <laughs> I'll never. That's like, dude, come on. The hate club's dead. <laughs> if Scott Steiner can embrace the fact he put out one of the worst promos ever. <laughs> no, like it's 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 kind of like it's kind of very similar to the Lex Luger thing. He's like, they going to pay me. And he's like, this is too tight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, dude! I just checked the time, and I slowly gotta start making my way to that other podcast. Well, at this point, just just a few quick things, and yep. I'll send you home a hot dog and a handshake. Go, oh, the, my favorite, with, dude! With the go home, <laughs> uh, just right off into the sunset. After that, go do your, <laughs> your other podcast that you got to do. Um, so. I do, I do a segment here uh, that I call audio time travel. Oh, shit. So uh, what, I, what I'd like you to do is hypothetically, hypothetically, this audio is going to be heard in 20 years by the people who love you most in this world. And this is a time capsule. This is a moment in where on the record, you can say something that, that might outlive you. Okay. So th- this is a message that goes directly to the people who love you the most about who you are and how you have evolved to this point in your life and uh, what advice you might have for them to become a better version of themselves. If I could tell something to somebody in 20 years and it's like a better advice and hopefully I lived the, hopefully I live this advice uh, that I'm going to give is uh, don't give up on things you love, man. Uh, it, it, it Shit gets hard. It really does. And you might feel like you're the only person going through something, but like people care about you. People love you. And if you love what you're doing, it'll never leave you. And that, and that's the best I got brother. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you so much for that. Yeah. want to make sure, make sure I say on the record. Cause I know I said it when, when we were blanked out here for a minute, yeah. I want to say I'm, I'm excited that we've become friends. I oh, hope, yeah, man. I hope, and I know that this is just the beginning, just the start of something cool. I would love to be able to have the opportunity to collaborate with you in any way. So, if you ever need me for any kind of resource for anything, you need some information, any 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 kind of uh, fun you want to have, you want to do some joke writing or anything like would, that. Would you be down for doing an online skit of where you're my therapist and I'm trying to talk to you about something? Absolutely, yeah. And, 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 okay, dude. I, let me write the skit out and I'll totally get it to you because oh, it's gonna be yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'll, I'll get I'll get in uh, I'll get in some uh, some like a turtleneck or something. Yeah, dude. Dude, <laughs> it, it's gonna be ridiculous. Like I'm gonna be telling you some weird things and you're gonna be like, I, I think I might have to tell the police. Like, no, 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 do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, this was a dream I was having. Where this, this was the thought I was having inside of a dream, not a thought that I had. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so back to me telling you oh you froze up on me again you botched it you botched it 
Oh, we're gonna you're gonna leave me. All right. So hypothetically, I've gifted you this show. Now, uh, for the first episode of your new podcast, Evolving with Joey Stein, <laughs> kind of a, a Jerry Springer's final thought in like oh, a minute or so, wrap up the takeaways from this show, maybe some of the best messages that can help people evolve to a better version of themselves tomorrow as they are, than they are today. Oh, that's a great, oh, that's a great, that's a great concept, dude. Well, I'm going to say probably. No, I'm, it's just me. It's just Corey. Joey's left me again. But since we're already in the middle of wrapping up, I want to take this opportunity one more time to, on the record, thank Joey Stein for joining me on this 244th episode of the podcast Evolving with Corey Castle. And anybody listening or watching this podcast, please absolutely take the time to to hit that subscribe button. Maybe check out the archives, the other 243 episodes of Evolving with Corey Castle. And, you know, uh, if if you like the show, let me know you exist. Uh, comment below if you're watching on YouTube. If you if you want to subscribe, su- <clears throat> subscribe on any of the platforms, and tell everybody that you love that you love them. Hug your family. Forgive everybody. Forgive anybody who who you've been holding on to stuff uh, against. Uh, forgive yourself. You don't you don't have to you don't have to tell them you forgive them. Just forgive them in your head. But don't forget don't forget what it is you're upset about. Like. Keep your guard up. You you need that. That's what got you to where you are. So, <clears throat> oh, leave you with this. I love you. Thank you. Be fun. Have safe. Keep evolving.